0: what's up bro
1: it's it's been it's been a long time my friend it's been a long time what's going on
0: it's been an insanely long time as a matter of fact it's been what two three months maybe yeah about two months because we did we did a podcast in January yes yes we did we did we did
1: we did um wait way too long my friend way too long how's everything how's everything in Texas
0: Everything is, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's, we're we're just managing, honestly, uh, just standing by for news updates, updates from the school district, uh, just trying to rack up on medical supplies, food. You know, uh, these are unprecedented times. We've never lived through anything like this before. So we don't really know how to, respond to any of it you know what i mean like all of the mass hysteria is kind of it's kind of making us paranoid but we're we're managing we're living we're just trying to get through the the most of it as long as we're we're safe and healthy that's what counts the most and i hope that everyone takes that that same
1: advice yes for sure man listen we are living through unprecedented times and and this is one of them this is scriptly adapted uncut i'm your host Kyode and uh, I got Lewis from let me just say this on with me uh, it's the middle of the day it's Wednesday at three pm What the hell are we doing doing a podcast at three pm you ask it is it's very simple guys. Uh, we are working from at least i 'm working from remote uh Lewis, I believe you got what
0: two weeks or three weeks off no it now they extended it to April tenth April 10th. Yes, yeah, so that would be officially about four weeks and and counting because, as all of these updates continue to, oh, as all all of the information continues to be disseminated, we're learning that it's just going to be an extension. And at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if school was canceled for the remainder of the school year. Wow, wow. Yeah, because when if when, if presumably if we come back April 10th, we only have about five weeks. Maybe four uh, at best, four or five weeks, uh, because the end of the school year here—the last day for the kids—is uh, that last week of May, right before oh, Memorial that's Day right. weekend. Yes. Yeah. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, man, I don't even, and it, it's it's unfortunate that we we get these days off, we get to work from home, but really, are, we
0: we can't enjoy it because we don't know what the hell is happening. Like Like, yeah, bro. Listen, I love an extended break as much as anybody. Right. And, I, and I'm and i sure many people can attest to that, but not under these circumstances where we're at risk of being self-quarantined. There's a shortage of toilet paper, hand sanitizer. Uh, you can't go to restaurants. You can't go to bars to take the edge off. So you got to stock up on alcohol and things you like do. that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I have to I, I'm, I'm, I have to go to I got to go to specs and make a, a liquor run pretty soon. Yeah,
1: man. Yo, that's the truth. Like people's normal escape is to get out and go to a bar. You can't even do that now, man, which is, which is insane. But, you know, listen, we're, we're here to bring you, uh, a, a show, a show, uh, on the Corona as all you guys, all of you guys are being impacted by, by this some, in some way, shape or form, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling and and, some, and, and and touch upon film, what this means for some shows that are coming up, one major show coming up in April we all know about called WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, Lewis, what, so we, we've seen how this is impacting sports. Uh, NBA has canceled everything. NFL is delaying certain things. But they're still going on with the draft, but just with no audience is what I heard um they are NHL is canceled MLB um soccer tennis boxing I know and MLB MLB is
0: is killing me man that, that, Dude, that, that I, that's I know probably killing. killing me the I most <laughs>
1: I know it's killing you and I'm sitting up here and I'm saying damn so we got we got nothing uh for for a while, it looks like so. The the the, the what this coronavirus is doing to everybody's um, escape methods, which is television and sports, has really really impacted um, across the country and across the world. Man, what are your thoughts?
0: Like I mentioned before, these are extremely unprecedented times. I we've never seen anything like this. Where it's it's basically a global shutdown of any type of uh, public gatherings. Yeah. So I I thought that they were going to be able to start some of these sports within the next couple of weeks. But now we're hearing more cases being reported, especially in New York City. Yes. Um, you know, Karen's family and I have family over there and a lot of them work in hospitals. So this this is crazy. But going back to the sports, it's like – the only thing you can do now is watch archive games uh, and just follow sports news because I'm getting NFL notifications left and right about this person being traded and that person being traded, Tom Brady, going to the the, the Buccaneers. Tom So Brady. on and so yes, forth. Yes. We, yeah. So it's like that's that's going to be our escape if you're a hardcore sports fan. You're just going to have to watch archived footage, documentaries, and just follow whatever updates that they release, uh, hopefully positive updates. Right. And 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 this sucks because a colleague of mine, he is not really a homebody, and he loves sports. That's all he does, sports, 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 sports. Not a movie buff, uh, and and he doesn't play video games, just sports, sports, sports. So you can imagine how miserable he is right now at home. I can imagine, man. (laughs) At the very least, someone like you and I, we have movies, 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 television shows. Netflix, Hulu, HBO, uh, I mean, all of these – Amazon – all of these streaming sites yep. are loving it right now, as far as from a revenue perspective, because their streaming numbers are going to skyrocket. Yeah, because that's all there is to do right now—just stream. So you get to you if you're working at home, if you're working from home. Uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to be up and leave the house at a certain time, so you can take that extra time to stream a, your favorite TV series, stream a documentary, stream a movie. Uh, you know, because movie theaters—that's another thing that's been impacted. That's crazy. Like AMC just officially announced that they shut down all of their movie theaters.
1: Yeah, man, and I'm—I'm I'm part of their AMC stubs. Members. Me too. And, um, dude, they shut down. They said, "Listen, we're gonna—we're gonna pause all of your memberships. No worry, uh, but we are definitely—we're definitely shutting down for a while, guys. So." <laughs> It, it, I'm like, I'm like, wow, damn, not even not even going to the theater is an option. So, nope it just shows what is happening, bro. It is it is serious. And, and, you know, listen, I, I, I am not an alarmist by nature. I, I, I am very careful, but I am not one of these guys to live my life under a bubble or just trying to not be like trying not to take this too serious. But, you know, listen, it. This will pass like anything in this country. We This will change us for the better um, in, in a lot of different ways, Louis. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm waiting to see what good comes from this out of all this hysteria, man. Because you can't go to a supermarket and got you can't get no damn toilet paper to wipe your butt.
0: Like, come on. Man. Yeah, I know, man. We got lucky. We got lucky the other
1: day get you, you, you got, was, the, was it fully stocked or you just found the last They They
0: just happened to bring in um, uh, uh, a shipment, I guess you could say. They just happened to bring in a shipment of, of uh, toilet paper package. But I, we had to go to the hood. Yeah, you, no, you got to go to the nobody, nobody's, nobody's checking for the hood
1: No, Lewis, no one's checking for the, I went to a dollar store in Mount Vernon, New York yep the whole (laughs) shelf the whole shelf was stocked i was like wait a second yeah maybe these maybe listen man you they if you're gonna survive they know how to listen in the hood you you survive
0: and yeah exactly
1: you make it in the hood you make it anywhere that's that's the idea man you (laughs) you will make it out of this trust me so listen man just just stay safe but back back to back to wrestling man this is because this is our this is our escape um, what was your feelings? I, I got mine, but I, I'm really curious to hear yours. Um, what did you think of SmackDown and Raw in the Performance Center? Uh, because, of course, they canceled all live events at any in- mm-hmm. arena with any audience. What What was your thoughts? Did you get a chance to see it, clips or anything?
0: It was bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's the first thing. That's the first word that came to mind. So... The last wrestling wrestling show that we got to watch, um, shout out to Michael, and Matt, but um, my cousins, we we they were down here for spring break, and you know with the limited activities, we we were able to have a really fun week. Nice. And one of the highlights were was being able to watch Dynamite. Um, and now, in hindsight, that's probably the last wrestling show with an audience that we're going to see for the foreseeable future. Um, well, not probably it is for the foreseeable future. And it makes me appreciate that episode that much more because 48 hours later, I mean, I'm just tuning in for shits and giggles to SmackDown and wow. I'm like, they're cutting promos, they're working (laughs) matches. But there's no live crowd to cheer them all. And the announcers still have to put this shit over. Yeah. It was very strange. And from a fan's perspective, a longtime fan's perspective, it was pointless. Yeah. It was pointless. And the point that I tried to uh, drive home was when you have something like a baseball game, basketball game, football game, soccer, tennis, hockey, whatever, this is competition. So, yes, the crowd does add to the atmosphere of the intensity of the game. However, you can still compete without thousands of people watching. Wrestling, pro wrestling is a different entity. They're not actually competing with one another. They're working together as a performance art, Mm -hmm. just like the circus or the ballet. Just imagine your favorite Broadway play or Circus Ole, just imagine you showing up and you're like the only person in that arena. Right. It's going to feel weird because, OK, yeah. you, you'll look around and you'll say to yourself, OK, is this a dress rehearsal? Um, are they test running some things? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like who are they performing for? Like, I'm the right. only one in the audience. And that's that's the sentiment that I got watching from home. It's like, why are you doing this? Uh, yes. You know, I don't care to see Sasha Banks and company wrestle if there's no crowd cheering them on. And, and the funny thing is that they work, they're performing these moves, and they're, like, work. they're placating to an invisible audience. Yeah. See, Edge's promo on Raw was effective because he spoke into the camera, and I, I like that. But, like, if you're going to do matches and shit, I don't know. It, it's just I feel like it's a waste of time. I'll be honest, bro, I'm probably not even going to bother tuning into AEW Dynamite or NXT tonight. Um, I, I, I think it's stupid for AEW to still go ahead and do blood and guts um, with no audience in the crowd. Like, why? Why are you killing yourselves with a War Games format if there's, no, if there's nobody to cheer or boo in, in the, in the right. crowd? It, it, it was very bizarre, and I just think it's a waste of time. And it, it's a, Quite frankly, it's an insult to wrestling fans, in my opinion.
1: I I agree, man. I I I I agree one thousand percent, dude. I watched Smack—not SmackDown. I watched Raw, and let me tell you, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I felt like I was watching a rehearsal. Yeah, the, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like I I felt like I was watching rehearsal for the show they're about to put on. But oh Steve God. Austin getting on the buckle and doing his, you know, his 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 patented arms in the air, salute to the crowd oh, okay. kind of thing. It was just weird. Like I'm like <laughs> and they all know it's weird, but they got to put on these smiles and these faces and they got to be professional, but they wouldn't they don't want to be there with no audience. Like that's that's a good 80 90% of 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 the performance you're doing as a wrestler. Of course. So, of course. That is you just it's you I, you know, it was very interesting to see that they were going on with the show as if nothing was go- like, nothing was wrong. Now I didn't catch the beginning Lewis, and I'm not sure if, you know, on raw, but did Vince make any announcements? I didn't, I didn't catch that either. Okay. Um, okay because I didn't hear anything about that.
0: Yeah. But apparently they're not directly addressing COVID-19 coronavirus, uh, they're not directly addressing it and, again, insulting the, the, the intelligence of the fans and the viewers because we're not stupid. We know what the fuck is happening. We right. know what's we going on. Like, why can't you just give a message or have a, have one or two of your guys cut a promo, it, it, not even a promo, address it, like, on social media or something like that where, you know, just a reminder to everyone everyone uh, to practice – basic hygiene, frequently wash your hands, and we're going to get through this. I know these are tough times. You know, something like that. But yeah. the fact that he's just... Vince, I'm talking about. The fact that he's just assuming that people are excited to watch WrestleMania this year with no crowd in attendance is really asinine, and it's making me just really irritated at, at management. Um, I get that it's a publicly traded company, but, bro, WWE is no more special than Major League Baseball or the NFL or the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Um, Or Major League Soccer. Like, if those public companies are shutting down for the immediate future, why can't you do the same? I get it. WrestleMania is the biggest wrestling event of the year. Why not just postpone it? You're already losing revenue anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already losing a ton of revenue. This The coronavirus has impacted everybody everywhere financially and socially yeah. and politically. Uh, so what? I, 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 why? Why are you still hosting this show? This is going you know, to go down as the worst WrestleMania of all time, like yeah. bar none.
1: It's, it's, not, it's not a good look for WWE. I think WWE is trying to be the savior of the day where no other sports is on, but WWE is putting on a show and we could be your entertainment, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think they're trying to go for that, bro, but it's, it's, it's not going to work for this type of format. Um, and, 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 and crossing over to WrestleMania, um, the news came out a few days ago that Mania was going to be held at the performance center. <laughs> Lou, Lou, when I heard that, with no, you, I, I text you immediately. Yeah, like, Lou, yeah. this, <laughs> this has to be a joke.
0: <laughs> I, I thought the same thing too. I was expecting news before the end of the week to break out saying, oh, WrestleMania has officially been postponed to July or August. Right. Uh, in lieu right. of SummerSlam, they could have easily replaced SummerSlam and just had a, 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 a summer WrestleMania. Exactly, dude. Why?
1: They, listen, I don't care if it's canceled in April, and you do it in July or August or whenever. That's that's good. You could still get your revenue back. Your audience gets their show. It's a win-win. But when you throw that big show in that little-ass arena, not even an arena, like an auditorium, <laughs> you it, that's you. It's used to help the new guys learn how to get an entrance and all this stuff. It's 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 damn near embarrassing, and it's almost insulting to the men and women who've worked in the back trying to get to WrestleMania, and now I'm here, and now you're gonna throw me in the performance. Why couldn't we just reschedule this? Like, what? You're not making any money, so what, why would you not reschedule right. it to a month to a month where you do make money or do something that I don't know if it's it's ever been done, but do something like a SummerSlam WrestleMania combo, like the biggest wrestle the biggest wrestling weekend ever right like wrestlemania is on a sunday uh summer Slams on a saturday uh nxt is on a friday like do some crazy shit like that which they do have the bandwidth to do so why not do that you know how much revenue that would be if they care about the revenue I don't know, man. I, I know. I, I hear
0: you, man. Or they could have done something along the lines of having uh, SummerSlam in late July. I mean, uh, yeah, SummerSlam in late July and in WrestleMania in late August or vice versa. They could have, they could have figured something out. There that's, you go. that's the idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So does this mean that TakeOver Portland? I mean, Portland, I'm thinking of the January show. But does this mean that TakeOver is still happening? Is, no, the
1: takeovers the takeovers are cancelled.
0: Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I see that makes sense. Um but I'm I'm pretty sure Vince is probably like, well, we don't have that much revenue to lose with takeover, but
1: WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, that's my baby. Yeah, that's exactly what
0: he's saying. Well now I read a joke online, um, which was it was pretty hilarious that they finally found a way to have Roman go over without any negative reaction from the crowd. <laughs> he'll he'll spear goldberg at the three count and he'll celebrate as the new universal champion yet you know (laughs) there's nobody there so listen no that's 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 one one check off the list
1: (laughs) that is definitely a way to get to get roman over but there will be a lot of cancellations of the network and broken television sets oh god uh,
0: listen i'm keeping the network just because of the nostalgia and because they have so much content. Like I love the, uh, I love the documentaries, especially the Ruthless Aggression series. I, you know, I, I always go back and watch old pay-per-views, old RAWs, old SmackDowns from the Attitude Era and you know, all that stuff. So, you know, I, I it doesn't, it's, that's not a reason for me to cancel, cancel the WWE Network. But I am not going to waste my time tuning into wrestling until this blows over. It, it's just not worth it, bro. Yeah, it's not worth yeah, it. Why? Great. Why am I gonna fucking sit there? I'll I'll, I'll watch the footage. I will watch the footage and all of that. Uh, the following day because you know it'll it'll be uploaded and stuff like that, and I'll I'll skip through it. But I'm not gonna go out of my way next Monday night or this Friday night to sit down and watch wrestling on a in front of no crowd. I'll, it's comedy, yeah. if anything, it's comedy at best. Yeah. And and look, yeah, it's I so agree. fortunate for the talent because you had mentioned a good point that the production crew and all of the other all of the other staff members there they're probably living at this because well i mean it lessens the workload but it's like okay i'm spending time away from my family putting myself at risk putting my family at risk with all the traveling and stuff like that just to put on a dress rehearsal of a show like just send my ass home just send yeah. me home and we'll work from home uh, We'll figure something out. Like, why Why are you doing this?
1: Yeah, it, it's, it is Vince's complex of not wanting to bend like everyone else is doing. He wants to be the savior of entertainment. And the way he thinks he's doing that is by continuing with storylines and shows, which I think are just asinine and makes no sense for the product, man, um, it and, and, and with this not just... This is not. This is
0: not post nine eleven SmackDown. That's a. That's an right. entirely different situation because sports shut down for a week. Movie theater, everything was just that was just a week, and he wanted to capitalize on that, obviously. Um, and you know, wrestling was very popular at the time, so he knew that people needed a distraction uh, to tune in. That's a different thing because that was an isolated incident. That wasn't a global pandemic.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's the difference. And uh, I think he's still in that mind frame, man. He's still in that mindset. And it's unfortunate because we're not going to get the best quality out of some of these matches for the card. I mean, Lewis, what was was you looking for match-wise or looking forward to match-wise when it came to Mania?
0: Um, This Mania, before, before all the madness started, this Mania actually had some pretty good matches on paper um i think the one i was looking forward to the most was edge and orton uh it's gonna be a last man standing match now so it should be interesting it's, oh wow yeah it should, it should be interesting to see what that looks like in an empty arena they can they can they yeah, can right. do a lot of things with that actually they can just literally do an empty arena match like the way the rock and Mick Foley did. um yeah. Yeah. so that you know that could kind of work for a last man standing match um but, yeah, I was definitely looking forward to Edge and Orton because the, the segments with Orton have been nothing short of stellar. Um, and that just goes to show you, man, Orton and Edge were from a completely different era. Uh, they don't – you know, they Orton is just – he's the man. Uh, Edge is the man. So that was the match I was looking forward to the most. I don't care about their ages. I I know for a fact that they were going to steal the show. Um. What was another one I was looking forward to? Oh, obviously, Lesnar and, and McIntyre. That's that's great on paper, and the buildup was good. But it's just unfortunate. Drew McIntyre was finally going to get his big moment. Um, and, you know, he'll get his big moment. But In it's, an empty arena. Yeah, I know. It, it sucked. I feel so bad for him, man, because he's busted his ass to get to this point. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And, you know, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler, uh, that, that, that could be good. Um, yeah, but there were a handful of matches that I was looking forward to. Cena and Wyatt, eh. Not, not so much, unless they give Fiend the win. Uh, Goldberg and Roman, nah, no thank you. Uh, right. Rhea Ripley-Charlotte, yes. That match, I it, it, it has... Let's put it this way. It has good potential on paper. I just feel like it'll fall flat well, not anymore because there won't be a crowd, but I felt like it would have fallen flat in front of the live audience because Rhea Ripley's getting pushed too fast, and it's not enough for the fans to really build a connection outside of NXT. Think about it. The only people right. that have really been – the only segment of the audience that's really supported her and, and she's over with is the NXT audience. Yes, they gave her her shine at Survivor Series and – um was she in the Royal Rumble match the women's Royal Rumble match I can't remember but yeah she hasn't really been exposed to the main roster for that long for her to be in this big spot yeah. against Charlotte so I think everything is just happening a little too fast and that might have led to mixed reactions for her
1: do you think that's do you think that's possible where well, I was going to say where Mania comes and she's getting booed. But Louis, <laughs> who's the booer? <under laughs> I, I know, now, now everybody has a safety net. They got nothing to worry about now. They got a safety net. But do you think that the push, is, you said the push is happening too fast. But do you think it's too fast where it's going to harm her soon? Or it's too fast because of the way she's blown up as far as this mega star champion dominant force on NXT? Or is it more so she's blowing up too fast uh, to the point where the crowd, uh, once we get the crowd back, will start going against her? I think the crowd will start going
0: against her. And, you know, this might be a popular, uh, an unpopular opinion. But in, to me, I feel Rhea Ripley is not really that effective as a babyface. I like heel Rhea Ripley way more. Uh, And I'm trying. I'm really trying, almost forcing myself to really get into her uh, right now. And I'm kind of having a difficult time because she's more – she's such a badass kind of chick that she should be kicking ass, really. Um, And they haven't really been – they haven't really been presenting her that way. They've been presenting her as, you know, she – she, she has all these accolades from the UK and in NXT. And yes, she can put on good matches and she can win matches, but she's not, it, I think that badass factor of, is just, is kind of dissipating a little bit. I don't know if it's just me, but. Well, no, I agree because look at her. I mean, look at her,
1: hear her theme. I mean, she, she screams. Now, of course. Um, I, I, just, I just, yeah, I, I get that. She's, a, she's becoming a little watered down. And a little bit too focused on being the good guy, that it's ruining the persona of her being this badass chick, you know? Um, and I think with that, um, there will become some backlash because people are gonna be like, okay, she's just watered down. Um, but she she needs it. She could be in the middle, you know what I'm saying? Like she could be badass, but can also be liked. And they have to figure that out because everything about her screams. Next level champion. I mean, her look is incredible. Um, she she can go in the ring. She's decent on the mic. Um, you could put her right in the middle, where where people people cheer and and people still like her, but boo I, like that that sort of middle part. If they can find that in the writing and in the story, uh, um. But right now, I agree. She's a little. I I like her. But she's just a little too good right now. It's 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 water. All this rock and and lights and and spectacle that she comes out to is just being watered down to this to this like extreme baby face role she's pe- playing.
0: Yeah, you know? I feel the same way. Um, but look, there there is a silver lining in this this situation with the coronavirus, and it's that the talent. Now has an opportunity to rest, and that's something that has been right. at the focal point of many arguments for the last 10 to 15 years about WWE potentially having an off season just to give the wrestlers a break and hit the reset button so they're not as, uh, injured as much and there won't be as many frequent injuries amongst the, the talent. So, this is a, a, a really good opportunity for them to relax reevaluate themselves a little bit um and just freshen up Mm -hmm. because no one i mean this this wasn't going a break an extended break like this wasn't going to happen so it's just unfortunate that it took a global pandemic for for you know for 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 live events to no longer exist you know what i'm saying um, so now, because yeah. look, yes, yeah. they got they got to show up for Raw tapings and SmackDown tapings, but they're not having these tapings with a bunch of matches and shit like that, um, mm-hmm. and they're not doing live events, obviously. So, yeah, essentially, the talent is going to be a lot healthier and a lot more charged up once once this whole thing blows over and they start doing live events with crowds again.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point, man. Very good point that now the talent gets to rest now they also get to go back to the drawing board and see hey what could what could my character use oh what yeah. could what could i oh, do yeah. differently what is, what what kind of look could i come back with um this is also the time to get with creative and the writers and be like yo we got time let's 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 dig into this character and 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 flesh it out and and let's get something on paper that that when once we are back and running it's all fresh stuff you know like th- these writers and producers don't have the chance to do that because wwe is on the road at least 3 to 4 times a week and that's nothing and that's include- and that's with the travel and everything yeah. man so so there's no real time to sit and talk about development you know vince is in the back yelling at them he wants a new script he rips the script in your face he throws at throws it at you i mean you got no like there's no time or anything but now you can sit back and you could be like okay let's think things out here they're performing they're doing shows in one arena which is the performance center which is where they know it's it's this is the perfect time to reevaluate and 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 do something different
0: it know? is um it's just the, 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 the what's concerning the most about this situation is you're still putting the talent at risk because right now people should be practicing social distancing um yeah i I, I don't think it's why even if it is an empty crowd i don't think it's wise to have guys working with one another and being in in such close quarters with uh you know hundreds of other staff members and talent and it's just not not very conducive to trying to beat this thing you know not very conducive to for health reasons exactly Um, right And it's the same. It's kind of puzzling with the Yankees too on the side, though, because they decided to stay in Tampa and just have limited workouts. But it's like, is is, yeah, is it really worth it? Like, you know, guys, just go home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, listen, man. Don't you don't want to listen? It's this is not to be. We're, you don't want alarm people, which
0: is already yeah important. yeah no <laughs> right. But,
1: but you but but at this point, it's just about getting this under control and seeing. Like, yeah, dip.
0: it's it's and, the reality of the you situation. Know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, uh, I I I was not a germaphobe prior to all of this, but now I'm fucking disinfecting everything every every five seconds, bro. <laughs> like now <laughs> the the paranoia has got to me. But you know, I'm also coming from a parent's perspective too, because I don't want my my boy getting sick. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's yeah,
1: just man. like I'm practicing social distancing as much as I can. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I listen. I, I I will. I was a germaphobe. I'm not gonna lie. So all, but but I had you know I had my Purell. I I I, I disinfect all the stuff I touch. I wash my hands constantly. Like I I am. A <laughs> yeah. guy. But now. Now I hope people appreciate the people like us because,
0: <laughs> yeah. because man, this is. Like I always I always make you fun know? of the, uh, the, the the German folks. Yeah, at least I did. I always made fun of them. I'm like, why are you yeah. cleaning obsessively? Like, just chill out, man. No, but now, now after all of this, it's like, it. yeah, you need to have your cleaning solution everywhere you go. You need to have your your sanitizer and all of that.
1: You do, you do, and and and, and it's great. It, it's the new. It's our new normal. Uh, once all this passed, the, the the Purell and Clorox wipe stock will, will yeah. sky rise uh, because people will start buying all of that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Louis, So we, we talked about some alternatives for WrestleMania. And, and I guess the biggest one that we, we talked about was just rescheduling it, um, uh, which is a, probably would have been the best idea for the bottom line of the company and also the pure enjoyment yeah. of your audience. Um, so you know, rescheduling it definitely should have been an option. um but do you think this hurts aew's product because they're smaller, not yet the big audience like a wWE well they're starting to get the audience you know, oh yeah, leadership yeah. wise but on the on a smaller scale, but do you think this hurts them
0: any different than wwe? The impact for them is not going to be as extreme because they you know they, they they're a new company. Um, and they're not right. exactly putting on a WrestleMania caliber type show. WrestleMania mm-hmm. brings in a ton of revenue for the company as a whole, but it also, you know, the paychecks for the talent, uh, the bonuses for everybody involved. Um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the level of impact for AEW, I think AEW can rebound from it, um, because again, they're not putting on these huge fucking events, they're just putting on TV tapings, yeah. uh, and you know, and they don't really do live events on the road anyway, not yet at least. So, um, yeah, I think a- I think AW will be fine. I mean, everybody's gonna take an, an economic hit, no matter what. Everybody's gonna take a financial hit. Um, yeah. But I, I think yeah. they they're gonna be fine. They just gotta roll with the punches. Do I think that they should still be yeah, having wrestling in, in empty arenas? No, but you know we'll we'll see what they what, you know what happens i'm really enjoying their product by the way i i'm it's just this is sucky timing because i feel like they're really hitting their stride not with every single aspect of it but more there there are more pros than cons to the AEW product like dynamite has been consistently enjoyable for the last 3 4 months um it just has the match quality the storylines Everything has just been really enjoyable with the exception of the women's division. They're still trying to find their, their, their footing with that. But the revolution pay-per-view was solid. Um, Even the full gear pay-per-view from last November was solid. Like I've been, I've been enjoying it, man.
1: Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm really enjoying AEW. I think it's a fresh, Uh, fresh, fresh, fresh product that we all Yes, and it doesn't it doesn't
0: assault the viewers' intelligence like like Raw does uh, or SmackDown does on a weekly basis. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. I I feel I feel it's cooler. I feel it's 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 more um athletic. Um I feel they're a little more daring with their characters and and their storylines um it is it's everything that's been missing from wwe and listen it's a new company dude it's not even a year old i'm not gonna trash them yet i don't i i don't care for the women's division um i do think some of the characters are a little bit too gimmicky like jurassic express which are yeah, really I like over <laughs> but 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 i mean dinosaur, <laughs> like, i mean i don't know man, man, Lucha, just, don't I mean,
0: shit on luchasaurus just man. Just saying, man luchasaurus like, is the man
1: luchasaurus is- <laughs> Listen, he's dope. I I like Lewis, Luchasaurus a lot, but I'm just like, all right, I get it. You got to throw in a couple of those. Here it's wrestling.
0: Wrestling um, has always been yeah, listen so, since so, so, the, so. the inception of wrestling. Wrestling has always been over the top, so you got to have at least one gimmick like that,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm that's why I'm not. That's why that doesn't really bother me. But the women's division really bothers me. But I will tell you something, Louis. I will tell you, and we we texted about this a few weeks back uh brick brick oh now you're sold huh is starting she is okay she she's still not, nah, great in the not. at all by any means but her her development as this like this like asshole ish heel is really coming it, it's getting there it's it's the sauce is warming up she it ain't boiling yet
0: it, it's, it's boiling it's for me dude. <laughs> yeah it's she started the first time I was like, okay, well, I'll give it some time. But then fast forward a month later, holy shit, bro. Like, she has one of the most entertaining segments on that entire telecast.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean she she is over, bro. (laughs) She's over, which is crazy. But look but Lewis, man. Listen, I'm I listen, I I love a good I love a good like promo or good mic, some mic skills, man. But when you can't, when you can't perform in the ring and it's blatantly obvious, that almost null and voids everything I just liked you about. Like it's like, bro, you can't I mean, you're 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 choreographing everything. Like it's not even like it's not even hidden. Like it's it's blatant. And it, it's it really bothers me. And she really has to work on that. They need to get some real veteran uh um uh if you want to get women wrestlers in there uh but some real veteran wrestlers who can work specifically with the women in character development and and in ring style? Man, they really need to hone in on that. Once they do that, then they got something. Then we're working with a uh, uh, a company that's that's firing on all cylinders. But until then, it's it's tough. It's tough to it it's tough to love it because of that because of that part which is no i
0: hear you man I, that's a good point that they should bring in more veteran women to uh work with these chicks like get, get somebody like jazz or ivory or you know what i'm saying like yeah because uh, they, they would yeah it's yeah miss jackie, I mean, jackie. jackie they, they, they need people um from that era of like 20 years ago that, that could really work um they would make good coaches but Again, you know, E.W. Yeah. still has a lot of work to do. You know, it's it's, it's they're not exactly yes. quite there yet, but their their viewership has been very consistent. They're consistently at eight hundred yeah. to nine hundred thousand viewers, and they are they they. I don't know how they're doing this, but they've been kicking NXT's ass every week, every fucking week, and it's like see, NXT is a WWE do you agree? product, so do you agree with them? and you would think that it would attract more viewers. Essentially. Right. But do you do you
1: agree with those numbers? Do you think NXT do you think AEW deserves those numbers over what NXT's product is?
0: If you had asked me that three months ago, I probably would have said no. But in the last yeah. month and a half, maybe two months, NXT has grown a little stale. So I think those numbers are justified mm-hmm. because Dynamite uh, they, they, I think it was, like, maybe December, around there. But they reached a point where, like, it would be two or three weeks of kind of uh, redundant matches and redundant storylines, in a sense, where they were, like, dragging their feet a little bit, while NXT was what would give the bigger surprises and the more compelling shows. But it was, like, once the year, as in the calendar year 2020 started, I guess... The build up, trying to build up towards the, the Revolution pay per view, lit a fire under their ass because um, everything that they've been doing, almost everything that they've been doing, has been a little more engaging than what NXT has been doing. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that NXT they need they need fresh talent, they need an influx of talents because now I'm starting to notice that with NXT, it's like the same old shit with the the same wrestlers. You know, the the yeah. the, the Keith Lee and Damian yes. Priest stuff is cool. But I mean like with the main event scene, like Adam Cole feuding with Velveteen Dream is, is great, but what do you do with Undisputed Era after that? You know what I mean? I think their NXT time right. may just be about over. I think I think it's it's yeah, time to really refresh in the NXT roster. I think we need some more some new women. We need some new uh we need some new guys in there, some new tag teams. And I think that's that's what it is. Think about it, dynamite has some really exciting tag team matches. You can say what you want about high spots yeah. this, high spots that, but I'm consistently entertained by those tag matches, bro. When you talk about Kenny Omega and Hangman Page as the champs, then they're feuding with guys like Young Bucks or the Lucha Brothers or Private Party or Butcher and the Blade or uh, SCU. Like, there's so many great combinations of tag teams, and I think that's what adds to the viewership, too. Because they, they put a lot of yes, focus into their tag team uh, wrestling, which is, that's something that Vince doesn't get. He, he never really cared for tag team wrestling. He never really respected it that much.
1: Yeah, you could see that they put a lot of care, a lot of thought into the tag team division, um, which is great. And there's a lot of cool tag teams in, in, in that AEW, in the AEW company. Um, and I respect that because their matches are, bar, bar none, some of the best matches on the show. Um, yeah, are those tag team matches? I mean, I mean, look at the look, they're stacked with big time indie tag team, big time name tag team. I mean, Lucha Bros, uh, uh, LAX. I mean, th- I mean, the, the Young Bucks, those three teams alone are, <laughs> are yeah. some of the biggest yeah, teams sure, in the world. Sure. So, so, and they got them on AW, and I respect the fact that they really pay attention to that division. Which is which is really re- refreshing. Um, so, Lewis, let me ask you, man. Let me. We we talked we talked about we talked about WWE. We talked about the 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 state of of AEW. Um, what do you think that after all this blows over, do you think we will see a difference in the way wrestling product is brought to us? Do you think we'll start to see Smaller venues. Do you think we'll start to see venues where it's studio shows, like a like a, a, a NWA NWA Power, or do you think we'll still see what we what we have? Like, do you think this will change in any way? The way we watch I, that question moment?
0: actually crossed my mind this week a lot. Where I'm like, well, what what do we do going forward after after the apocalypse is over? You know, um, <laughs> for lack of a better right. term. Um, Does WWE shift their focus to smaller venues now on a more consistent basis? Um, Does WrestleMania go back to regular arenas as opposed to larger stadiums? That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally think that nothing is really going to change all that much because think about it. When major sports come back the NFL, come on, they they play in front of uh, consistently 50, 60, 70,000 fans in in sold-out stadiums. That's not going to change, you know what I mean? Like, uh, baseball crowds, like, I think once everything blows over, things will go back to, quote-unquote, normal. But I do feel that all the major sports organizations, they're going to think very carefully about logistics as far as, as far as booking large shows, and you know, it it, it it might be something as as it might be something as simple as limiting or cutting a a certain percentage of the of the stadium or the arena off, like maybe like like fifteen to twenty percent of the seats right. had to be reserved just so we could cut down on the the amount of uh, people in attendance. That could that could be a mm. one way to solve it too, you know. Because a lot of what's going to happen is a lot of companies and organizations, they're going to start taking a lot more precautionary measures in order to I mean, you you never know when another pandemic like this is going to happen. And, you know, you can't you can't live your life according to coronavirus this and pandemic that. But that's just that's one way. And movie theaters, you know, whenever they're going to probably do the same kind of thing where they're not going to pack out uh, a, a screening room. Uh, to capacity, though, you know, just mm-hmm. to to limit the amount of, um, I don't know, human human interaction. I don't know, however you want to call it, physical interaction, stuff like that. But yeah, that that's right. it. That that poses a very good question. Right. What is what is the wrestling industry as a whole do going forward? Obviously, that's not an issue for organizations like Impact and ROH because and NWA. Because they they obviously they never do big arenas MLW but when you're talking WWE and AEW yeah, you know they they consistently tape their shows in uh, six to six to fifteen thousand seat arenas so we're we're gonna have to see what 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 comes out of that AEW Dynamite was supposed to yeah oh, it's still scheduled this way but uh, April twenty ninth here in Houston and I wanted to go but I, who knows man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, you—you you, you, these are these are questions we start to ask ourselves, man. Right? So, at some point, we'll level off, right? Numbers will start to dip, like they are in China, and you will start to see people get better. We may even have a vaccine. Let's say, and in, in maybe another. Uh, we may have all that options, all those options, um, uh, to 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 think about when we um when we go to these arenas or 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 stadiums right now i think uh these arenas and stadiums will take better care of their facilities with disinfecting areas more i think yes. uh, i think this will force restaurants movie theaters to clean the hell out of their facilities Hell yeah! Uh, Hell yeah! Which, Hell which yeah. is good. So see, this is the good that will come from this: is that these are these places that normally don't give a damn about any of that, uh, will now be forced to do it. Um, which will, yeah, you know, you know what? Now, now, now that you
0: you mentioned all of that with the cleaning, if nothing changes in terms of attendance, what they're probably going to do is they're going to have, um, like the state or the city that they're host that that's hosting the show is is going to mandate um, some type of extensive deep cleaning before and after the show. I'm not saying that that's that, that staff workers at these venues weren't already doing this right. uh, before and after the show because obviously they have to it's just protocol. But now I think there's going to be a little more accountability as far as what's getting disinfected, what's getting power washed. Uh Oh yeah. You know the restrooms because these restrooms are atrocious mm-hmm. when you go to these 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 places. So um, yeah, that's that's something that is probably going to go into effect, like a lot more uh, deep cleaning. Like, I it wouldn't surprise me if the government passes some some sort of sanitary act, mm. you know, where um, any any sanctioned event there has to be like a task force that um, Ensures that these these stadiums and arenas are fully and carefully deep cleaned before, during, and after events. Yeah, I. So something along those lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or I, yeah. you know, you know what, what what's definitely gonna happen? Every stadium, every venue is going to have multiple hand hand sanitizer posts. No. <laughs> Yes, that yeah. is going to be a requirement. Watch. There may be
1: Lysol wipes attached to your seat
0: that you Yeah, may, yeah, like, that's another thing too. They might put that into place. Having having a pack of hand sanitizer or uh, like you said, the Lysol wipes or yeah. Clorox wipes attached to your seat.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 I, I guarantee that's what's gonna happen, man. Because now everyone is on edge and now everyone's like, oh, germs, oh nasty, can't touch that, can't touch that. Which will yep. force everyone who business wise to have uh, those sanitizer stations in their restaurants or Lysol wipes in the bathroom or things like that, that will now really keep us all safe. Because, listen, with any virus like the flu um, has the it definitely has the potential of coming back. Right. Uh, oh, sure. But now but now with what's going on, at least we'll be better educated we may have some some remedies to 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 the corona, and now we know how to take care of ourselves, which we should have been doing the whole damn time. But now we'll be better educated on what to exactly do to to keep our bodies and our hands and 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 everything safe. So it, it's you know I think we'll come out of this better, cleanly, uh, cleaner people from. <laughs>
0: Hey, listen. One, one can hope. One can hope. Yeah, you know, listen, you know, there's gonna be some dirty motherfuckers. who are gonna go right back to their old habits after yes. all of this, anyway. You're you're absolutely <laughs> right. So I'm not I'm not gonna put too much <laughs> I'm, not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna put too much stock into it. But um, you know, we, we hopefully hopefully that that's what happens, man. And you know, we'll see what the state of wrestling looks like in a couple of more weeks. Um, see what happens. Um, I, I'm hoping hoping and maybe and maybe i'm hoping too too hard but i was i was really hoping that wwe comes back out with a statement that either says we'll postpone or we'll move it to the summer um something like that because it's really unfortunate not just for the men and women in the locker room to have to perform in the performance center uh but also it's unfortunate for the fans man you you're you and you know it's you know we're we're essentially still paying for the product by watching it on the network and pay-per-view and this is the this is the the product you give us it's kind of i'd rather i'd rather you wait bro like i I don't need to see it i don't need to see it right now in april i'd rather wait i'd rather wait so we'll
0: see yeah I, I, it's it's probably one of those things where vince is just trying to wrap up storylines yeah I, I think i think that's what really is in the back of his mind he wants to wrap up all these angles and then after WrestleMania, he's probably going to just come to the conclusion that this, this just isn't worth it. Let's just stay home.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, everybody go home and we'll hit the reboot uh, button.
1: Yeah. Let's hit the reboot button. We'll come back stronger, fresher, ready for the road again. I mean, and this is the, the plus, like you did mention, which was a great point, is that now they, you know, the Usos and, and McIntyre and all these guys – um, you know Bailey; they all get to rest. That's the that is the biggest outcome of all this is that they finally get to rest. So we'll
0: see, man. Yeah, and it's also going to be interesting to see what happens with Hollywood because that's that's a, a hmm. major major story right now. Yeah, uh, all know, all, the, all the delays and and uh, oh my god! <laughs> you
1: know there, you know some some of the like Universal, I think, is planning to release. Some of the films that are in theater as we speak on oh, yeah. demand,
0: yeah the the Invisible Man, uh, Trolls is going to be another one that's just going to go straight to demand, uh, yeah straight to on demand. I love that. I like I I love that man. And hey, I- listen, I love that too, especially during these times. But you know damn well Disney ain't going to do that shit because they have too much revenue to lose.
1: Now Disney, Disney did put Frozen two on demand. It's
0: it's on. <laughs> Well Broke no, the here's the thing. They they right, they put it on Disney Plus, but it was going to yeah. go to Disney Plus anyway. Right. Um, but right. what so. I mean is for Disney, I'm, I I'm talking movies like Black Widow, Mulan, um uh, you know, like all, all of their major tempo, uh releases. Yeah. Those are going to th- those just got pushed back. Um because they want that theatrical release and they because they rely a lot on the international box office, especially in China. Yeah. So they're not, Disney's not just going to come out of nowhere and say, okay, Black Widow's now available on Disney Plus beginning March 18th. You know what I'm saying? They have, they have way too much money to lose from that. They do. Um, they do. Now, especially because they know people will flock to the theaters to watch something like Black Widow.
1: That's true. But do you th- what do you think there would be a circumstance, any type of circumstance, that would force them to
0: have to put it out? I don't know. Because they don't even have a release date for Black Widow and Mulan. Those are yeah. two films that they just took off the calendar, and that's going to be a, a really, really big issue to try to come up with a a feasible release date because you can very you can very much say, "Oh, why don't they just push it back to July or August?" If this whole thing blows over and everything goes back to normalcy there there are some big films that I, I would think that come out in July and August, so that one way or another it'll affect that box office but if they want the best type of return, they have to be very strategic with their release window. Yes, uh, which might mean pushing everything else back too, like all the slated films, like The Eternals. As of right now, it's November, but who knows? You know, maybe that might get pushed back.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or we could be looking at one of the biggest summer blockbuster years of all time, with all these movies coming out in the summer. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, all of these movies coming up fast and furious black widow mulan like all these movies
0: coming out in 2021 <laughs> yeah, 2020, yeah yeah yeah. universal <laughs> surprising furious nine though i wasn't expecting a whole year
1: uh of of, uh, of a
0: delay that 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 actually very, very much
1: surprised me yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't i i didn't see the
0: logic behind that i didn't i don't I yeah. I didn't see the logic behind it either. They could have done what MGM did with Bond and pushed it back to November, October, any one of those releases, even December. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um yeah, I I really didn't see how that made sense, but <laughs> I don't I, know.
1: <laughs> I guess I guess you know they just don't want to throw everything in one. They don't want to throw that big of a movie during the time where possibly all the other movies could be coming out all at once because you do lose you'll lose
0: someone's gonna lose yeah of course of course multiple multiple studios it would lose of course yeah, yeah. this is why so, hollywood studios are always strategic about their release dates yeah of course. for sure
1: for sure and it's hard to kind of gauge when the best time is so i mean you know we, we i i wouldn't be surprised if we see films start to uh come on demand a lot faster yeah and the movie theater scene um, is not as uh, not as uh, big for a while. Once, even once we're able to go back to the movies, I think it's going to be a slow burn to seeing the the type of uh, the amount of people coming through the doors again because of this. I think people are going to still stay at home a little bit weighted yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um so it's I gonna think think be the post traumatic stress. That's that's post, exactly yeah. Yeah, the post traumatic stress is gonna be very
0: real at least for the first year or so. Um yeah. but who knows, maybe forever. Because this, yeah. this this is going to change every aspect of life forever. Um this is going to have ripple effects on our generation, uh our children's sure. generation, you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is like literally one of those uh one of those history-changing moments, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be thousands of books, literature, podcasts, uh, films, documentaries. There's going to be a lot uh, coming out from this. Um, oh, yeah. You know, lots of lots of uh, conspiracy theories. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 mind-blowing. <laughs> really, you know,
1: Saturday Night Live doing their skits on this. I mean, you know, it's going to be. This is this is material for for a long time for. <laughs>
0: forever bro forever Forever. this is essentially our black plague uh black death this Uh, is our this is our plague bro
1: yeah this is our plague this is it
0: you know what's what film is really timely right now contagion listen steven soderbergh was a genius (laughs) he
1: was a genius
0: if he i I wish i wish he would have i wish he would have came out with that a year ago yo that film is so timely now that it's yes. going to increase the stock of that movie. Like that movie is going to make triple the revenue that it made back in 2011, yes, just from people and- buying it on demand. Because like now everybody's fucking curious. Yeah,
1: it, you're so right, man. Like what that movie scared me then. Hell yeah. It now.
0: Like where the. <laughs> <laughs> like so- man, that that movie gave me the heebie-jeebies, bro. Like that yeah. should have been that film should have been a way bigger hit uh, at the box office at the time, and it should have been um. Uh, a big wake-up call to, to humanity. And it's so, a wake-up call now, you know, eight years too late. And you Not, know nine funny. years too late.
1: <laughs> and you know what's funny? Netflix now has Outbreak. You remember Outbreak? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yo, I, we, were sh- we were scrolling uh, through Netflix, and I'm like, holy shit, I haven't seen Outbreak since I was a kid. Yeah, I remember <laughs> this with the monkey and, you know, the the outbreak of the, whatever illness the monkey had. Like, yeah, that was basically the 1994 version of Contagion.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was. <laughs> what a movie. Uh I think it was um man. I remember it vaguely. I remember the movie vaguely. All I do, all I remember is the monkey. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember, I remember
1: it. it vaguely too, because that came out yeah. when I was
0: really young and I haven't I haven't had an opportunity to revisit it. Morgan Freeman, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. yeah Who's was the, the chick? Uh, was it Renee Russo? What's that? Who was the, the actress in it? Renee Russo? Uh, Rene Russo, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I remember it vaguely, too, man. I haven't seen it in at least 20 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely... <laughs> it's funny how things like this work. You start seeing all these movies, like, side effects...
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Contagion,
1: uh yep. outbreak. You like you start seeing all these movies
0: small <laughs> like, monkeys. Yeah.
1: Where did this movie come where did this movie come from? Like like you forget all about it, but now everyone everyone's watching it or not wanting to watch it and be like, damn, this is uh
0: <laughs> Yeah, Contagion is one of those that it wasn't like a, a huge success at the box office, but it's gonna it's gonna amass a cult following now after after all of this.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is, man. Uh so you know. Uh we, we just keep on moving on, Lewis. keep on going. We'll see how we'll see how all this shapes out. We'll talk again soon, uh, my friend, on um another podcast, either mine or yours.
0: Yeah, um, you know, uh I, I'm Kind of semi-retired from the podcast game, but this—if if yeah. there's ever an incentive for me to get back in, it <laughs> this. Is it? You know, this is definitely <laughs> it, man. This is just—just just <laughs> to share, just to share a bunch of thoughts because you best believe I'm going to be doing a whole lot of uh, movie and TV viewing in the next uh, yeah. month or so.
1: Yeah, this would definitely, um, this would definitely be be it, man. Uh, because uh, you know what. What better time to do a podcast and talk about random stuff than the world we're living in now, or what new shows are on Hulu or Netflix? I mean, you know, there's material, man. There's material.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, but uh, to all the listeners, if you are curious and want to hear my archive shows with Kiyote, uh, you can do so at Anchor.fm/slash. Let me just say this. So that's Anchor.fm/slash. Let me just say this. I have a whole bunch of episodes of Kyoto talking about wrestling, movies, uh, all, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know, you can continue supporting in, in, in that sense.
1: Guys, definitely take a listen to Lewis's. Let me just say this podcast, man. Uh, we, we had some great, great combo. Uh, he ain't done yet. He's talking like he's retired, but he, he got he got one more, one more, <laughs> one more. You got one more. We, yeah. man we, we're gonna we're gonna continue moving with this either you just be on mine or whatever oh yeah i'm
0: more than happy to be a guest on yours too man.
1: yeah well we'll continue we'll continue uh with, with some shows man but thanks to lewis for joining me on this afternoon on uh uh the virus and wrestling podcast show <laughs> <laughs> yeah virus and wrestling this is this uh, is a
0: scrupulously adapted the bunker edition
1: yeah, the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm
0: trademarking that one.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a damn good one, man. I wish I thought of it. But yes, um, but thank you, to Lewis. Let me just say this this is Kiyode from Scripply Adapted Entertainment signing off. We'll catch you next time, guys. Lewis, thank you very much. All right,
0: everybody. Take care. Be safe. Be healthy. All right, man. Take
1: care.